Pipe Network presents. This episode is in partnership with Anchor, La Casa Vacanze, and My Pro Guide. Oh, and just a heads up, we may talk about things that are potentially triggering for you, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the pre-show show of the show. It is show. going to be a different sort of pre-show show because we will be praying before we start the show. So, I pray that we will be protected. I pray that we will be safe. And I pray that nothing will follow us out of this podcast episode. Anyway, um, <laughs> hello everybody. <laughs> so today it's a, a it's a brand new episode. We've got a whole lot of things to do today. We've got a new game, uh, but it's like not a new game. It's a game that I I stole. Um, okay, we also have a special guest that might replace Ninja for once. Finally. <gasps> <laughs> and get ready because this is the demon episode. Why do you seem so scared? Hi, I'm Ninia. And my name is Andrew. Welcome to the Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales Show. A podcast where we talk about scary stories that happened in real life. <laughs> if you were a part of this terrorist group, you would be targeted and killed by the Aswak. These three girls, their friends, two of them decided to stab their other friend just to please Slenderman. Bigfoot is the internet influencer of the monster world. It killed 19 American servicemen that day. So sit back, relax, and try not to go crazy with fright. Aren't we all crazy? I want this show to be family friendly. Family friendly, we talk about murder and horror and all that crap. And welcome to the Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales Show, the show where we talk about real life scary stories. I'm here joined by Ninya, my co host. Hi. And of course, my name is Andrew. And today we have two, I repeat, two special guests. Meet CJ. Ooh. Hello. Hi, I'm CJ. And meet Oobs. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> so there you have it. So CJ and Oobs are my two friends from the improv community. And um, actually, they are also big fans of horror. Yes, I'd like to say that I'm the biggest fan. Um, don't fact check me on like that. Uh, you know, don't, <laughs> I will just claim it. <laughs> okay, I'm a fan just because I've experienced it. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that later. 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 Now. Later. Now. But for now, uh, first of all, how are you guys today? I've been good. We're recording this episode on the launch of the season two. Of, on the launch of season two. So <laughs> we're so happy that uh, 
a lot of people started listening again and um we're, we're just so overwhelmed by the response of everyone so thank you guys Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, I am reminding everyone. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you guys. How are you guys? <laughs> oh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I could, I could go oh. back. Go. That's okay. Uh, today has been great because we just kind of um, did nothing. <laughs> we just went out, had lunch, and prepared ourselves for an amazing night. Ooh, that's for tomorrow. Amazing, okay. amazing okay. night. Yes, amazing will be a spooky night. night. A, sp- a spooky, spooky night. Yeah, spooky night. Uh, what about you, Nins? How are you today? Um, I'm good. The question mark because like I I I that like a few minutes or so ago. Now like I was live on Twitch, and then like I did not notice. Nah, like while while I was like doing my thing. Um, my my internet was like decided like okay that's enough and then it didn't connect to like my laptop so it was yeah but it was still good in a way that you know it's the day of our launch for season two which is always great so yeah mm. oh. have it's you okay. heard, I have will you try heard to the first episode yet tomorrow. No, because like I was busy, like like okay, doing my bye. thing. Okay, bye. I'm muting you. Bye. I'm muting you. Bye. I don't know if I can like play like the the Spotify on Twitch without like getting flagged or something. I don't know. I'm also like, thinking technically this is our podcast. I believe I can I can do this. Like play our podcast while yeah, I th- I think you can. <laughs> like because because I don't know like the the you know laws and whatever, but I'm like. I think I can because technically this is um, this I co-host this show, so mm. you flag yourself. You you practically own half <laughs> of the so podcast, I, so yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty like, sure you can play like, it on stream. No? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I'm like I can I could do that tomorrow. Like listen to it while I draw and then like live stream it. I don't know. We'll see. What about you, Oobs? How are you? I'm doing great. Question mark exclamation. <laughs> Asterisk and close quotation marks. What? Wait. Um, yeah. Weren't you cooking earlier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done cooking. It. The smell is now just wafting around the room and basically just chilling. Um. Well, we made chicken fajitas and rubbed chicken. Chicken oh, fajitas. No, fish. Sorry. Fajitas. <laughs> Did you really have it at the same time? It's, a it's chicken fajitas, actually. It's not chicken fajitas. Yep. So, you know, just just think, you know, that when you're eating just that, saying. you're eating a vagina. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, this is, we're not used to, okay, just, just putting it on the table here. Me and Ninya are nervous because you guys are here. We are always nervous when it's someone else that is not, in the farts gang, I am wearing a shirt right now. That's how nervous I am. That's good. So uh, I just want to remind everyone that before we get on with the next parts of the show, that next week we will be reviewing the movie Banal. Oh, movie Banal. Yeah. We're going to talk about like everything or at least 
as much as we can on that one. Yeah, so we are telling you this now because we don't want you to be spoiled. You can literally watch the movie on Netflix. Yeah, and then when you listen to the episode, you can like be on like Discord with us and then tell us like, no, this is what I think of this character or like, yeah, I totally agree. This yeah. character is this and so exactly. on. Exactly. Like you go have like join us in a conversation there. Like exactly. Say hi. Exactly. Just say hi. Me, CJ and Oobs are actually part of the improv community. Um, here in the Philippines, although CJ and Oobs are not in the Philippines right now, where are you guys located? We are in the nether regions of China. Ooh. Oh. I was going to say nether world. We're actually based in Hong Kong. Yeah, we are born and raised in the land of... Yeah, but I actually grew up in mostly in Manila, but I recently moved mm. back to Hong Kong years ago. I have a question. <laughs> now, how did you get into the improv community here in the Philippines when you're like way over there? Um, for me, I actually got into it because of this guy because he was actually involved in the community when he was still in the Philippines. Is that right? Yeah. I got into improv before the whole improv community that you know, Andrew, was established. I started doing improv in 2015 or 14. Yeah. I got a fact check. But yeah, like some of the teachers there, we used to start doing improv together. Then I had well, I started doing that- improv in my bedroom. In I like how it's like I'm trying to one up. I, I, I was in, I, I'm in I've been in improv like before it was famous. <laughs> well, I I I was in the improv community before it was even cool. I discovered improv by accident because like I just took my first ever theater class and. It so happened that the class before acting was improv under Missy Malamara. And yeah, and that became the rabbit hole. And I eventually shifted to theater as one of my main courses. You mentioned what school you went to, by the way. Oh, uh, I came from the little blue school on top of the hill in Katipuna. For Oh my God. <laughs> uh, you went to Arneo. Um, actually, Nina here also went to Arneo. But but Hello. not in the Arneo that you know. Uh, she go- she went to Arneo here in Davao. So like, I can hear people like from Ateneo unsubscribing. <laughs> like nope. I can just hear the clicks. <laughs> Going away. No, but in okay. all in all seriousness, yeah. I actually got into improv ever since I was a wee little man and I was still a pirate and um I was looking for shows and I would find this special show that awoke something in me. It was called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Same same Z. That's how I got into improv. And uh, unfortunately, there wasn't a community here in Davao. All I had was me, myself, and the TV. And I. I. Yes, me, myself, (laughs) and I. That's all I got in the end. Okay, just recently, one of my friends invited me to an online class for Third World Improv, which is where they're holding like online improv classes. And I was like, oh, oh my God, there's improv classes here. So I immediately took it and I fell in love. You know, if I didn't go to those classes, I wouldn't have met you guys. So I'm very thankful that I got to meet new friends. Uh, finally, I have other friends aside from Ninja. So actually, <laughs> the reason why we're talking about this is because we are actually going to be playing a game 
that's so easy that even Ninya can do it. It's called ABC uh. Soap. So this is how you play it. Welcome to ABC Soap, a, a, a game that is so easy that even Ninya can do it. So, two of us... I like how I'm like the supporter. Yes. So, two of us will be doing a scene together, and depending on what we are going to be doing, we will later be joined by another person. Now, the two people must exchange dialogue in which the first word we speak must collectively spell a long word that we determined before the scene. Of course, the conversation has to make sense and propel the story forward. Since this is a horror podcast, we will be given prompts that have something to do with horror. Got it? Ninya, since this is right. since this is your first time, why don't you choose oh, who goes first? Oh, okay. So just I pick two it. people. I, I was like don't make me go first. Um, our lovely guests. Both of them. Okay, CJ and Oobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really went there. Okay. Yeah, because like guests and all that. <laughs> no, you just, you're just, you're just trying to get the load off of your shoulders para they will do the work. Okay. So they're they're going to start that. The okay, so your word Hello, is Candyman, and your prompt is stare. Yeah. Yep. S-T-A-R-E or S-T-A-I-R? Like, <laughs> look. Look, stare. Okay, look, okay. Stare. okay, got, okay. got it. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready to play ABC Soap? Ready! Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Oobs and CJ. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Why is there something like looking at me at the stairs? It's been five hours since I woke up, and I feel like something's following me every time I go through the stairs. Hey, I know that it's it's just your dreams. Like you have so weird dreams. You always dream about Katy Perry. You have dreams about Britney Spears, and now you have dreams of. And following you, like make up your mind. You're, I know you're like a 15 year old prepubescent child. Doesn't mean you have to have your dreams. And no, Kuya, it's not just a dream. I think my dream is turning into reality. Can't you see that I'm actually feeling very insecure right now? D. Don't you know I have to work late nights? Okay, it's it's hard being the guard of abandoned houses. Okay, because I'm the guy that walks around abandoned places, and I have to make sure that there are no kids that are you know running around doing whatever kids do these days. Okay, so why can't you just let me be? Why you you you're the reason why that's why something is following us. Because you love those places. Oh my God, Kuya. Why can't you just find a regular job just like your mom? She's my mom too. M. <laughs> Manuel Jose Rizal Third of <laughs> Do not speak to me in that tone, okay? You know that our mom died in that um, ice cream truck incident, okay? Because she loved being an ice cream truck person. You can't just shame me for doing what I love to do and by what do, what I'm doing is walking around abandoned places and I just 
Love those kind of things. You can't shame me for that, Manuel. A. I think that it's much better if you actually find a decent job so we can stop getting this feng shui bad thing juju in our lives. Oh, yeah. You know, Naman, that I'm very scared of these things. And <laughs> No, you do not tell me what to do. I, If I want things to follow me at night, I, I will do that. That is my prerogative, okay? That is my... God-given right to be followed by weird beings, okay? I want to see where this goes. So, see. Kung ganyan pala gusto mo gawin, kuya, ha? Wag na, wag mo nang isipin na ako'y yayakap sa'yo. Alis na ako dito sa bahay na to. Is that what you want? Eh. Ah, no! Don't, don't leave me. Okay, I will admit, okay? Something did follow us, okay? But but it promised it promised me that it will take care of you because I can't be I can't be with you all the time. And it told me it can watch over you, okay? And no way, Kuya. Did you see how that whatever that is is trying to grope my ankles every time I go down the stairs? How is that taking care of me? <laughs> D. Don't you know that ankle touching is the 2021's new trend of relaxation? <laughs> the ghost of being this perhaps supernatural being is very trendy and it just wants to take care of your mental being. Why? It's all things that would Yeah, why? Yeah, why? is my guilty pleasure it's my sensual spot can that person <laughs> choose my nose M. man no uh, you know what if it touches your ankle after you told it not to we'll find maybe a priest to, to, to get rid of it okay okay <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you guys went already, I guess it's me and Ninya's turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm actually genuinely what? nervous right now. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really nervous because there are two people watching me right now. Okay, so the word is pinhead. Our prompt is scream. Ooh. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Andrew and Nina with Pinhead and Team for Papara and Team P. Penelope, we are so lost. Where are you taking us? We're going that I, way. I, 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 I and you will go that way. <laughs> and North? North? This doesn't look like north. You said this was north like 20 paces ago. I, I thought we'd be at the at the spa right now. But it this looks so scary. All of the all of these trees are like I, I could swear they're looking into my boobs. H. <laughs> Helena, relax. No one's looking at your boobs. Let's go. Let's go north. This is north. Like instincts, girl. 
Eh, I'm sorry that my boobs are not as big as yours, Penelope. <laughs> eh. Uh-huh. Nah. Like, sure. Like, whatever. Like, you want to say. Basta, like, we're going this way and this is north. And then, like, like scream as much as you want. Like, you can just keep going north. This is north. I, I'm gonna stand my ground and keep walking this way. D. Oh, damn it! Ow! I just stubbed my toe on something. What is this? P. Puta, you're just blind as fuck. Like, you, you look at where you're going. Like, we're heading, we're in a forest, then we're going north, and then you're not looking at where you're going. Duh. You should like. Ah. Ear, look at it. Tell me what 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 this is. <laughs> N. Nothing. That's nothing. It's like a little like stub. Like, what's it called? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> like a small wood, it's fine. You'll 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 live. You're not gonna die. H. <sighs> die, die, me. I'm not gonna die. But then, why am I bleeding so much? And C. That's how you just die. <laughs> It's time that we bring in a third person into the mix. Threesome. Yes, this will be a threesome. Ninya, do you want to go with uh, CJ? Sure. I'm going to be bad at this, but okay, let's do this. Okay, so That's Ninya funny. and CJ, and then the third I person. I can see like, the people who are like super into improv right now are like, just listening to me and like must tolerate other people are good. No, <laughs> no, we're loving we're it. Loving. We're loving it. We're loving it. I will claim that if you don't love it, um, shame on you who, for those who don't love it. Just kidding. <laughs> That's a lot Jack of good answers. Okay, Jack and Poi. Ninya, can you count us down? One, two, three. Rock. Hey! Alien invasion. <laughs> <win. laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll, I'll be the third person then. So the word is ghost face. And your prompt is who done it? Alright. So... This is ABC Soap Opera with Andrew, Nina, and CJ. The word is Ghostface, and this is Who Done It? Ding, ding, ding! Scene! <clears throat> Geraldine, Geraldine, you, you have to come in here quickly. Oh, oh my god, there's something in this room, and huh, I'm panicking, Geraldine. H. Nina? Oh, okay, it's me. <laughs> and commercial break. Just kidding. <laughs> no worries. Okay, I'm like, it's so quiet. Hey. Helen, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Are you okay? Just try to breathe. I'm here. What's up? OMG, do you not see the body on the floor? It's like everywhere. It's like more redder than my monthly period. Yes. So I think it's natural for like the, a dead body to have lots of blood. But what are we doing here again? <laughs> Who? What? T. To ask me that question is so inappropriate because yes, bodies do have blood, but it's not normal for bodies to just be in the middle of the living room. Okay, Geraldine. F. Fair enough. But whose body is this? Uh, can you try to? Did you touch it? Did you turn it over? I'm like trying to, I can just 
see it like facing lying down. I'm like, how did you check if it's still alive? You wanna you want to take it? What No, continue C. Uh, A. Oh, okay. Continue A. <coughs> Wait, that's not what I did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. I cannot, cannot, cannot do this. Oh my God, it's alive. And it's, it's so ugly. I'm so sorry. Ah! <laughs> e. Excuse me? I am here dying and you're calling me ugly. Wait, wait. Let me just let me just brush off all of this blood. I know it's still it's still pouring down, but who you're calling ugly? G. Geraldine, ew, it's so sticking. I I cannot. Ah, I'm going to I'm going to kill it again. I don't want to it. I'm just going to stab it again. Go girl. Um, hey. let's just go and like not even <laughs> like look at this anymore. Oh, so OMG, so we're not gonna solve this murder mystery. I mean, I'm actually down for that idea because it's kind of gross. S. So, are you guys gonna kill me or not? Because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm dying either way. I'm just, you know, losing all this blood. No one's gonna help me. No. And see. <laughs> Hold up. What? We're the most insensitive girls I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Okay, I actually want Oobs to play in the next round. So it'll be me, Ninja, and uh, me, Oops. Oobs, okay. and Ninja. So Ninja, you will yeah. be the third okay. person. Anytime, okay. you can come in. Okay. Yeah, you can come in anytime. All right? So everyone, the word is... Sorry, that was a bird. <laughs> uh, Michael Myers, the prompt is horny. <laughs> I swear, I swear okay. I didn't pick that, okay? I didn't pick that. I asked some of my friends to give me one word uh, that, that you know, what they think of when they hear horror movies. And then one of them gave me horny, so I just put it down, okay? Uh, um, I don't see that here because I'm in that group. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> where? Reveal <laughs> exposed. Mm. Sus. Okay. Okay, ready players, ready, ready. Alright, this is A B so ABC Soap. And the word <laughs> Michael Myers. And the theme is horny and scene. Ding 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 ding. M. Mm, that feels so good. Mm. Mm. Side note reminding everyone this is still a horror podcast. Please continue. <laughs> Hi. I'm so happy that you like this horny massager that I got you, babe. Can we please have it for longer? I mean, like, it just feels so good. Mm. H. Of course, honey. This massager has different shapes. Like, do you want the uh, antelope horn? Do you want the bullfrog horn? Do you want the... Uh, rock horn. Which horn do you want? Hey. Any, any horn. E. Okay, but why are you putting the massager up in your nose? <laughs> L. 
I love, love, love the feeling of it on my nose. I mean, it's like, do you know like how it feels like when your sinuses finally clear? It's like that, but it's like every second. Um, my God, I bought this five hundred dollar massager just for the hope to actually stimulate your head so since you've always been having migraines but what do you do add cotton and just put it up in your nose i can't deal with this anymore <sighs> why ate what are you doing what hello yeah ate what, what's that oh my god wait delilah you're not supposed to be here aren't you supposed to be doing your homework R. Ready. It's it's been ready since earlier. I've finished it. I've ready it, and I'm I'm done. Yes. Still, <laughs> you know, like get out. We're kind of busy here. Um. My God, we should like you know make her try the massager if she <laughs> wants. I mean, she's already done with her homework. Maybe that's a good you know reward. I. I kind of don't want it. You put it in your nose. It's like, ew. <laughs> like, like, why? What is that even? I don't understand. Come on, come on. No, no, no. Just try it. Trust me, it's going to feel really good. And you're going to become a whole new woman after this. Help help me. Send help. Help me. Someone help me. Hey, I think you should really just try it. Give it a try. Like, okay, follow, just relax, and I will start now. It's on level 12. All right. <laughs> level 12. Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand what this is feeling. It's at level 12. Uh. I was so waiting for Ninya to start moaning. Uh, and you got it. <laughs> well, technically, I got, I got eh. one last final game, and then we're gonna go to break. All right. Andrew, do you want you and you do this, and I'll be the third person. Oh, have you haven't been the third person yet? I've never been the third oh, person. Oh, okay. You can be the third person then. So, CJ, have you started the scene? Not yet. Okay, you will start the scene. I'll you be did? the second person. Okay, I'll start the scene. So, okay. The word is Freddy Krueger. That's F-R-E-D-D-Y. Are you writing this down, Beb? Yeah, I am. C-R-O-O-G-E-R. Not C-R-O. Right? No, K-R-U. K R U E G E R. My God. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Freddy <laughs> okay. And the prompt is the prompt is dolls. Ooh. Whenever you're ready. All right. This is ABC soap with um. <laughs> This is ABC soap with Andrew, CJ, and um, Oops. drugs for uh, where it is Freddy Cougar, and then the um, the theme, the word, the other word is dolls. Okay. Uh, that was a theme, yeah, yeah. What's it called again? Just, just, that's good. That's okay. good enough. Yeah. 
Start na. Okay. <laughs> Letter is F. Free my people, free my people, play with dolls, play with dolls. R. Round and round, Hello? here we go. Free us now, play with dolls. E? Eh, ano ba, Amanda? That's not how you play with the dolls. You know, you don't like being pulled in the hair. They're gonna, they're gonna follow you at night. D. Daniela, that's, that's just how I am. I mean, so what if I pull on their hair and then spin them round and round and round? It, it's, it's just more fun that way. And if they follow me, so what? E. I don't like it, nor do the dogs like it. You know, they they have to be careful with the, with how you take care of them. Do you want to touch my hair? Spin me around. Why? Yes. Okay. Come, come play with me. Right. Um, I don't think you're still supposed to be talking right now. Cause if you if they see you talking, you're going to they're going to take you away. And also, I think you you said the wrong letter. You. Um, you. You. Stop! Don't touch me! Oh, the dogs are are moving. Help! Help me! <laughs> Crucify him! Crucify him! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 I have to play with the dolls. I must play with the dolls. I have to R. Rachel, no. Rachel, don't go to the light. Uh, who am I going to play with now? F. Finally. I have playmates for an eternity. No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, let, let us finish the sentence first, that? girl. <laughs> we can't hear the letter. <laughs> I'm like, no, but, I said the letter now twice, and I would like wait, and I think you're waiting for me to say the letter. Yeah, I'm because like, we were still talking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but good job. But, but good job. We love you. We love you. I felt more so, like high paced with how Nina was like pushing us to move forward. Yeah, she, she, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, get in with the next line now. Yeah, this is why I cannot be a director in a film or whatsoever. Oh my god, do you like, remember okay, that? Next. Do you remember that time when you directed like this? This film. Oh god. I uh, know this music video. Shush. And <laughs> we don't talk about that. Because like <laughs> like still hate that. Like so much. Like because oh. like people are like super like this is why I cannot work with like people like that I don't really you know especially with like hard headed people. And I, like I gave every I gave everyone like time details and then like I had I made all the props and then like all people need to do was to show up and then like that like pretend to sing because it's all lip, lip, lip sync and then like everyone's complaining about some little thing you know like you just need to do this one thing and i want everyone to like do it in the one shot 
or whatever. Beb, you hear that? And I'm like, so I don't need to edit. You hear that? Uh huh. That's, that's my. That's your past yeah. classmates calling the police on you. Okay. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. When we come back, we will be talking about demons. Ooh. So. Um. Well, actually, we were gonna do like a a bit where we talk about demons for a little bit, like what are demons. But uh, we'll do that when we come back after the break. We'll be right back. This April 4th is the Shopee 4 for Mega Shopping Sale. Oh my gosh, guys, I've been waiting so much for this day. In the past week, I've been adding stuff to my cart. And you know why? Not only will I get to enjoy the discount, the low price, and the free shipping, but there's also 20% cash back. I'm so pumped for this. If you guys want to go and support the show, we have an affiliate link for you in the show notes as well as recent posts on the Facebook page. There's no additional cost because a part of the money Shopee earns will actually go to us. Again, the links are on the show notes and Facebook page. Shopee 44 Mega Shopping Sale. Shop na. And we are back. Okay, so uh, I hinted earlier that we are going to be talking about demons. So what is a demon, guys? When when we say demons, what do you guys think of? I'm not going to lie. I keep remembering your crazy aunt calling me a demon. Like, that's always, like, the first thing that someone calls when someone says that word. I'm Te- like, thanks. Technically, geez, thanks. she called you the harbinger of evil. That's like, different from a it's, it's close a enough. Demon. Yeah, it's but it's close enough. It's close enough, love. What about you guys? Based on what I know, like demons are kind of supernatural beings from a different realm that are like kind of these creatures that are created to like just have different roles in the world, do different things, or even just have the purpose of just creating suffering or something. That's what I, that's what I, that's why I kind of get the general idea of it and stuff. From what I have been educated from, yes, a little bit context. Aside from being a theater arts student, I'm actually also a graduate of anthropology. And so part of my research previously was really immersing in super, supernatural beings of different tribes. So my place was in Palawan. Wow, I said that like a white person. Sorry. Palawan. <laughs> <laughs> there was an interesting um, response I got before when we asked about the concepts of like demons and all. And one of the chief, chief of the tribe was actually saying they're the gatekeepers of where you go. Okay, so you know how in those like movies where the main character like searches about like this mythical creature and then they find this rundown website that's like super early 2000s na na you you, you know those websites right? But but that you know the border. Do you, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Um, kind of, but you're going to have to explain more. You know how, how they like, okay, so I was just searching about werewolves and I found this website. And then they, they turned the computer and then this it's this old looking website. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. You, you know how they do that in movies? Well, let me tell you, yeah, yeah. I had I had that moment while I was searching about demons. Ooh. 
And then I was like, oh my God, am I in a movie? What I learned from that website is actually the word was derived from the Greek word daimon, D-A-I-M-O-N, meaning divine power, fat, or God. Uh, the literal What's translation. Fat? Yeah, I don't know why there's fat in there. But anyway, so the literal translation is actually, according to you know th- that website, replete with wisdom, meaning that uh, demons were highly knowledgeable creatures, uh, according to that website. In, in the Christian context, demons are actually angels who rebelled against God and were cast out of heaven. Uh-huh. Yep. According to Christianity, uh, they're evil malicious spirits whose sole purpose was to tempt humankind into immoral acts and come between ah. humans and God. But the pre-Christian and non-Christian cultures consider demons as not necessarily good nor evil. So they can be any, just like a normal person would. And yeah. that they're just very knowledgeable. So we are actually we are recording this on a on a Friday. So there's actually a demon for Friday, and it's called Rebecca Black. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's uh, it, it, the the name is Beckett. Like why? Why? Why is it called Beckett? So I have a question for you guys. Do you think that demons are real? Probably we don't know. Well, I think there's a bunch of things we can't explain in the universe, and I believe that there it's are. It's one of those. Yeah, demons are one of those. I mean, there has to be some explanation for it. We might talk about a demon that actually might have been real, and it's recorded in history. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. That's your. For you. In this hand of mine. You can't stop the things I do. I lie. I've searched high and low, wrote down an essay. Now I'm Jewish, and there's hell to pay. There's a story for you. Okay, so actually, guys, I'm I'm actually the demon. I'm the harbinger of evil. No, but I, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so, so when we think of uh, demons in the 21st century, who do you think is the most famous demon right now? Oh, are we doing ano, another segment of who who's ano, who's Whose the famous? Is it anyway? No, <laughs> no. Like remember, yung said Bigfoot. Na Bigfoot's like the the queen of, you know, um, what's it called? Yung, God, my brain is not working. I don't remember. Uh, social media about. influencer. Like, we talked about this before, like season one. Na Bigfoot is like the, the top tier social media influencer because like everyone keeps talking about Bigfoot and the next would be like um, Nessie Lock, Loch Ness Monster. Well, well it's something and, like that. So when you think of... When you think of demons in the 21st century who have been famous, like, you know, in pop culture and all that, who do you think of? It's always Lucifer, but I, I don't know, like, because um, I, I I read a lot of, like, H.P. Lovecraft and, like, mm. I think Leviathan, like, yeah, Leviathan horror always references, like, 
these ancient beings and like I feel like the elfish like Leviathan is a, a big one. Yeah, uh, okay. Literal yeah. big one. Yeah, yeah. Th- those are those are um those are famous demons, but those are like n- not from the 21st century famous demons. There's. Uh, I was thinking of Valak from the Conjuring series. I was like, okay. Now, okay. Now, can you please describe what Valak is, if if you can? Valak mo ba? reward ako when they answer correctly. Boo! <laughs> um, like, as far as I remember, this is like, Valak was like prominent in the, the, the exorcist couple. I forgot their surname. I can't, I can't uh, Warrens. Warrens. Warrens, yeah. And basically, <laughs> she, she has the not how I remember seeing in the movie. She she is dressed like a nun. Uh, I based on it seems more like a shape shape changer, right? Like it can adapt mm-hmm. to like a changeling. You know what a changeling like? Yeah. Those mm-hmm. Kind of creatures, no mischievous and, and like just change like turns to whatever the person fears or whatever can scare the person more or something. So, uh, congratulations to um, Oobs. You actually got the demon that I'm going to be talking about. It's about Valak. Okay, so Valak is this famous demon right now because of the conjuring and the nun and basically that whole universe made that demon famous. But actually, Valak was a demon that was referenced all the way back to the 17th century. Other names for Valak include Uwalak, Valu, Volak, Dulas, and Volak. This demon has so many names, I cannot, like, seriously. Um, and its first known reference dates all the way back to the 17th century in a grimoire titled Clavicula Salomonis Regis. Regis, Regis, Regis. Oh god, I'm butchering names again. Or the Key of Solomon. So, what are grimoires? So these are books of spells, conjurations, natural secrets, and ancient wisdom. Now, the Solomon that was being referred to in the title is actually King Solomon of the Old Testament. There was an idea that he was so full of wisdom that he had knowledge of secrets, of astrology, and magic. And actually, the book describes how Valak is one of the 72 demons that Solomon vanquished during his reign. So, you guys, uh, Oobs earlier said that uh, Valak was sort of like this changeling nun when actually, according to the book, I actually found a copy of the book and I read through it. We have to like put the discussion if you summon it, it's not our fault. (laughs) Oh, oh, you want to know how to summon it? Well, I'm going to be talking about that later. But uh, actually, Oobs earlier said that Valak was this nun, changeling thing. But according to the book, Valak is actually a boy with, with like a, a, a baby boy with angel wings riding a two-headed dragon whose special powers are finding snakes, hidden treasures, and leading an army of 30 demons. Now, the book also describes how to expel this demon in case we come in contact with it. And do you guys want to know how to do it? 
read that one. Um, sure. Like, yeah. I think it'll be fun. To just have you know my 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 mouth. You're like, how do I dispel this? <laughs> okay, so no. just letting you know, you need a lot of stuff. You, it, This is like an operation. You're going to need to memorize a whole bunch of spells. You're going to need to get a whole bunch of stuff. And I am going to start with the ingredients. So this is how you summon Valak. So first of all, you need a magical circle. You know, uh, to protect you. Now, uh, two feet away and three feet across, you should make the Triangle of Solomon. Now, this should be placed where the demon will come from. You also need a hexagram of Solomon on a parchment made of calf's skin worn at a white vestment and covered with a cloth of fine white pure linen then you show this when the demon appears you also need a pentagram of solomon made of gold or silver tapos you wear it on as the book describes thy breast uh, you also need the magic ring or disc of solomon made of gold or silver now you hold this before the face of the exorcist to keep the exorcist, meaning the person who will do the spell and all that, so that they will be safe from the sulfuric fumes and flaming breath of the demon. You also need a vessel of brass to keep the demon in. So like a lamp, uh, you know, like a genie in a lamp. So, because, you know, a genie is technically a demon. Okay, and you also need a secret seal of Solomon. You use this to seal the vessel and it has to be made by someone pure outwardly or inwardly. So none of us will be able to okay, well, make the seal. <laughs> yeah, well, not Nope. Aside from all of those nope. very specific things, you also need a scepter, a sword, a miter, you know, like the Catholic Pope hat thingy, you know, that, that, that thingy. Um, a cap. I don't know why you need a miter and a cap. But you need those. Um, a long white robe of linen, three inches girdle of lion skin, perfumes, a chafing dish full of coal kindled to put the fumes on, and fair water to wash thyself in. So I legit read this book. <laughs> so how do you do it? Aren't you guys excited for my vlog? Hey guys, today I'm, I'm going to be teaching you how to summon, you know, a demon. Okay. I remember this like Pandora. Like, hi guys, this is Pandora. We're going to be doing a, bo a box opening. And this is like... <laughs> We're going to be oh, doing God. an unboxing of a demon. And <laughs> uh, this ritual is too long for TikTok. Oh, <laughs> this is too long for the, the ingredient guy. list. <laughs> Uh, wa watch out for a part two where I describe the second part of the ingredients. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this is, the, this is the steps actually. And the steps are very, very specific. Okay, so first of all, you wash yourself with the fair water while you recite an incantation called the adoration. Once you're clean, 
You stand in the magic circle. Make sure you stand inside the magic circle because that magical circle will keep you safe. Then you conjure and invoke the spirit using the first spell. It's in the book. You just recite it. Well, technically, you have to memorize it. Now, if the demon doesn't come after the first spell, you use the second spell. Try and try until you get it. If st- if that still doesn't work, <laughs> I um, use it. He doesn't want you. There's there's another spell called the constraint, uh, and then you recite that. If all three fail, you invoke. You use the incantation called invoke the king to come and get the demon itself. So technically, you're like calling God, like God, like bring this fucking demon to me because this. This demon is not listening. So you you invoke the the king to get the demon, and then if he comes, then you use the spirit's chain to curse the demon, so he will come to you. Now, if that doesn't work, super specific. Like it has to come to you. Yeah. It's so specific that if this doesn't work, you try this. If that doesn't work, you try this. Okay. Now, if wala patalaga. You write the seal of Solomon on a parchment and store it in a strong black box with a brimstone, asafo asafoetida. It's like this, I know, parang this powder that's very, I know, that has the uh, distinct smell or anything really, any powder with distinct smells. Tapos you hang it on the point of a sword and then hold it over a fire of charcoal. Then you say. You recite the conjuration of the fire. If wala pa talaga, I like how there's like so many like. I was so tired like reading this fucking book because it was like if that doesn't work, then try this. If that doesn't work, try this. Now, if wala pa talaga, like after like so all of those, to try to summon this thing, Jesus. Like yeah, like. Like just leave the poor demon alone. Like it doesn't want to oh, be summoned. Yeah. God. Now, if wala pa talaga, hindi pa naglabas ang demon, then you recite the greater curse. Then you put you, you you know the box that you had. You throw the box into the fire, and then for sure the demon will come, and in which you must put the fire out quickly. So that is very important. Why can't they just put that somewhere? like this is a surefire way to summon it I think that's like like, I think that's like the 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 last resort because I think it's very dangerous because if you don't put out the fire quickly then the like more demons could come or something like that like you're asking for more trouble so that's like the last resort now once the demon comes out you show the demon the the pentacle uh, at the bottom of your vesture, so yung yung thingy that that you put on a parchment thingy, and then address the spirit using an incantation where they will become obedient. Now, once they've calmed down, because you know you took them away from, you know they, they were probably shopping, you know like shopping for new clothes, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my god, I was teleported here. Once you've calmed them down, you welcome the spirit using an incantation, and then. You state your desires and or requests. Now, once you're done, you chant the license to depart incantation. And it, this is very important. You do not go out of the circle until they have fully gone 
and you've said your prayers of thankfulness. So basically, that's how you get rid of the demon. You just send them back. So that's it, guys. That's 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 my story. Have you taken that, notes? That so long. I'm doing it right now live. Oh my god, it's how not is it going? Out for me right now. Um, oh, uh, have you try try step three? I'm on step four. I'm panicking. Oh my god. Like, to be fair, though, demons are like um, rightfully angry because we keep bothering them. Like yeah, I, I feel like I get be angry too, to be honest. Yeah, like just yeah. leave them alone. Exactly. Don't don't bother them. They True. won't bother you. Oh, did I tell you about the time that I had sex with a demon? True, 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 true. <laughs> okay, that's a story for another time. Um, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening to my story. And that is how you summon a demon and get rid of it. Um, cut to commercial so that people can try to wash their hands, ears, and everything with. Yes, now we're going to take one more break. Uh, make sure while we're at the break, you go wash your hands with fair water and recite the incantation called Holy the water. adoration um, and cleanse yourself of the sin that is farts. We'll be right back. I'm going to go get some water. I'm going to be back All right. Damn, I need a vacation. <laughs> Don't we all? Well, why not go to Batangas to La Casa Vacance? Isn't that the place with Wi-Fi, air-conditioned rooms, and Netflix, and a pool? Yep, you know, comfort, enjoyment, and privacy are priority when I go on a vacay. And in La Casa Vacance, you can find just that. So, next time you're bound for Batangas, why not book a stay there? Just go to www.pipenetwork.co forward slash La Casa Vacance. Book a stay over there, and if you use the promo code FART, you can get 300 pesos off your booking. That's F-A-R-T-S. Fart. And get 300 pesos off your booking. Mahalagang paalala na dapat sundin ang mga national health protocols ng DOH para sa kaligtasan ng isa't isa. Hey folks, my name is Rajiv Doreswami and I'm the host of The Rajiv Show. Check out The Rajiv Show at The Rajiv Show both on Facebook and Instagram and new episodes will be released every Wednesdays. Cheers, folks, and stay safe. And we're back. Uh, Char, she's being a host. Mm. Okay, since you're the host... I'm just stealing your lines. Since you're the host, (laughs) Miss Ma'am, can you choose one or two? Nine. Thanks. She goes again, my, my, she's got something for ya. Oh, you listener, brace yourself and then try not to get paranoia. So whenever you're ready, Beb. All right. So um, actually, I have like two stories. One is like extremely short. Because I don't have like exact details, and then the other one is um, this article I read. Um, the first one is about my sister, and then like since we're talking about demons and so on, my sister told me like when she was younger, um, like what happens with like my siblings is like we were sort of separated. Uh, some of my siblings stayed with my lola, and then others like stayed with my mom, and the others stayed with like other relatives. So um, my sister and like our cousin would stay at our grandmother and um, 
her sister, my grandmother's sister. And then they're like really Chinese and they're into Buddhism and so on. And then um, in the building that she stayed at, uh, she told me the story years ago. I'm um, in the building she stayed at. Uh, below it, um, there's like a temple. And then, or like in near the area, there's a temple. And then um, what they do is like they would, uh, my sister explained it to me, like uh, the priest there, the monks and so on, they would exercise demons or who were possessed in like the area and then um the monks who like tell like people people shouldn't go near or stuff like that in case like the demon decides to jump into a different host or something like that anyway so yeah that's like that's my sister's story she was she would tell me that um she would sometimes speak like into like the thing to see what's going on and then like my grandmother's sister would like get mad at her so yeah that's the first one fun right IRL stuff <laughs> so um the second one is um similar to the first one with regards to demonic possessions so um this is a Californian news article it's under um the mercury news um it's about this woman uh she went to a priest for some reason and told her uh told the priest that she's having trouble. Um, this Santa Clara woman confessed to like the priest that she has sex addiction. So um, she, she basically confessed to the priest. Like I think it. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. So um, basically this this woman, Santa Clara, Santa Clarita woman. Um, sorry, I'm like she's she she has no name. She was never named. She does not want to be named. Um, she confesses to the priest. Hey, I have sex addiction. I'm sorry. I'm like seeking for forgiveness and enlightenment through um, prayer and so on. Mm. So it's like one of the confessions things. So um, this priest named uh, the he's a revenant, um, Gerardus Howard Jr. He was fresh out of seminary and he offered to help. So um, what he did was okay uh i'm gonna help you uh we're gonna conduct private prayer sessions and then like we'll try to get rid of your demon because you're oh, clearly possessed private so we're gonna do an exorcism mm-hmm. yeah private so mm. um because um like what the priest believes is that this woman was possessed by a demon who likes to destroy other people like 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 gives her these desires that are like really hor- horrific and the demon doesn't want to be exposed. Conquer. Um. There's this. Uh. You. You kind of. You kind of. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I don't know what's going on. I'm like. Okay. Um. What's that? Like the demon. Like has its thing. It. It. It likes to. It likes to what? What does it like to do? No. I'm with her for like a long beb, time. Beb, beb. Every time you say <laughs> it likes to, you cut out. <laughs> it. It likes to. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that on purpose. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I've been saying it multiple times. Now. It then what does the demon like to do then? Tear people apart. Ah, okay. It likes to break people. Like I mean, this is like the fifth time. Oh my god, I hate our internet. Send help. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So like they've been on for like a long time about this 
but then later on um i think she, like she had came into a realization that um this priest is like not helping her at all uh there's an allegation of like sexual abuse now which um raised alarm for like the other priest as well called it um okay helping quote unquote but like in reality um this woman was like no it's not helping so um like i'm gonna have to quote that. she claims that the priest did it to her in late 2011 and 2012 engaging in a series of sexual encounters some involving holy water on her bare chest uh, bare breast and a crucifix on her naked inner thigh what so um the like this basically formed like a lawsuit in 2013 against like you know the alleg- allegations that like the priest basically took advantage of her so vulnerability. technically the priest said get fucked by the power of religion <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is like this is so messed up though like this I is know. so messed up because like like i like i'm so happy with like i mentioned earlier i'm so happy with the disclaimers now for season two because like i can keep like throwing in like really really horrific stuff like this <laughs> uh Anyways, uh, um, I'm gonna have to quote another one. What the priest says as she did to him, uh, so basically, like, uh, she was sending the priest um hundreds of like nudes and sex videos, and then like, um, oh like like underwear, and then like like the priest says that she she was the one who calls him, and then like she's the one that's like, oh, you're seducing, and that this is witchcraft. So like. That's why she's she's like she's a sex addict, because like this is she's like into witchcraft or something, like that's how that's how the church like defends itself. Come back ah, in this one, so Why? like, like um, mm-hmm. so um, like there's like this um sixty one page like extremely detailed report prepared by the church hired investigator, not like to like like go against the lawsuit of the woman like no this is not it and so on so on so it's like really bad na na the priest was like um oh like yeah i know what i did was like i should have like went to like the higher uh here um the the priest or the revenant like acknowledged that he should have gone to the bishop now immediately when like he he was receiving the photos and so on but he didn't like went to the the bishop he's just like okay i'm just gonna continue working on this because like, this is a spirit or this is a demon like that will like divide and conquer like people and then like like i i will work on this and i will exercise you like that's like well in a way his mindset is and then um he calls the demon in, in the woman uh the jezebel spirit so that's the name of the demon that god and god possesses this woman because like jezebel Okay. Like why? Uh, yeah, Jez, Jezebel, it's with a Z, and then like, like, like logically though, if you think about it, if if I was like in a church group and then like someone confesses it to me, then like, uh, Nin, like I have a problem, and like I don't know what to do, I don't know who to talk to it about it, I'm gonna say, that's good that you acknowledge the problem, and then like, try to look for like a psychiatrist who's professionally. Be able to help you because I'm not like equipped to help you. Stuff like that, you know. Not not immediately. Oh, you're possessed. You have to be exercised. Like let's call someone to exercise. 
and then like it's this kind of thing anyways um so like this went on for years it started like uh like the claim was starting around 2011 and then um the lawsuit was filed on 2013 but um in like later years later um in 2015 uh details were not disclosed but um like her case was ultimately settled and she she did not want to be interviewed she did not want to like be be um publicized but um she still claims that she is the victim and then like she tried to ask for help but instead the priest like you know made it worse and then there's the quote here i think this is from the attorney of her was like it's like an alcoholic going to his sponsor and then the sponsor saying let's go grab a drink so how 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 did the so, is, yeah. how did the case end there's no there's no clarification there's no detail but so like it just ended now then nagsettle she settled her case i think like she took in for like the fact that people like found out about it and she's like i think she's okay with it at least people are enlightened and know about it now but like it's still it's still not technically over because um like there were still other now like in this in this article there's still um about 15 priests who have been um accused of sexual misconduct with minors now and then like they they were named here and then they were like like these priests also um conducted a similar like you know uh accusation like with like this woman who's vulnerable as well even adults and then like the priest has no response to it like the union spokesman of priest so um yeah uh i think what happened was um the church here um the church officials uh told her that like they would continue to offer her help though the woman through um through therapeutic services i think i uh, know I think this was um, psychologic, na. But uh, they also added, which is like horrific to like to add in, na, like if she wanted to continue the exorcist, daw, like they can contact daw, the neighboring, ano, the neighboring priest, because like um, it's like, it's like really bad. Uh this is this is like Emily Rose all over mm-hmm. again, you know, like yeah. Annalise. What was her name? Forgot her name. Yeah, Annalise uh, something. Forgot her name, but uh, yeah. saw her from last like, episode. You could have done it in the, from last episode. Like, Not last like, episode, instead last of going, uh, Yeah. But um, like instead of going to a doctor, it's like immediately now, oh, you're, you're possessed. No, you need a doctor. <laughs> you're sick. I mean, for, for me, like, like, like confessing it out loud, like to someone you trust, like that's good because like you're acknowledging it. But like you should also acknowledge now, like you make sure that you get the right help to from the right people. Mm-hmm. I'm just like you know you should they should know like who to get help with. But like uh, uh, for the first, just like the very first step is to acknowledge that there's a problem, which is always good to acknowledge. So yeah, any that's my story. Any comment? Side note. I mean, also don't don't be a, don't be that priest. That that's just awful. That's don't don't be an asshole. A person was coming to you for help, and then you decided to to take advantage of that. You know, which is like so wrong. Asshole. And I think a lot of people they like they do a lot of like 
precautions now because there's a lot of scandal with these kind of things. It's like we don't take it easily anymore. It's kind of like recession and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it's become like a... I think a lot of people are being exposed to what what is happening behind the scenes. So I guess that's... People are knowing. People are being more cautious. Is that what you? Yeah, what there's you're more. To uh, yeah, yeah, like there's more. They call this like yeah, precaution. There's more. Like we probably very like not taking very seriously and people take advantage of that. But at least now there's more steps to like yeah. qualified. Like there's actually people to assess your mental state to like check the history of the person, blah blah blah, blah that kind of thing. First things first, yeah. make sure you trust the person that you're asking help from. Mm-mm. Yeah, true. true, true, true. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the, the, the cult of farts has spoken. Oh, God. Amen. We're back to this. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, we might be building a cult now. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Bye. <laughs> we, have a, we have a church, uh, the Church of Farts. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna take one more break, and when we come back, it is finally time to hear the spoopy stories coming from both CJ and Oobs. We'll be right back. Just let me know when you guys are ready so I can immediately start. Recently, I traveled to Taiwan. Seeing the intricate brick architecture in the busy streets of Da Daocheng and learning more about the culture in one of the oldest districts of the country made me fall in love with Taiwan. The wonder and excitement that I felt as I entered a temple where people prayed for the city's protection and finding true love made me want to go back there again. And the best part about it is that I did all of that in the comfort of my own home. How? With my pro guide's online live walking tours. Just go to tour.myproguide.com, find the banner that says online tour guide, click it and choose the online tour dash my pro guide travel the world in 10 countries from home in real time. The Da Daocheng tour will actually be one of the first tours that they will do starting April 17th. And hey, use my promo code ANDYVENTURES so you can get a special gift on me. Just go to tour.myproguide.com, find the banner that says online tour guide, click it and choose the online tour dash my pro guide travel the world in 10 countries from home in real time. Don't forget to use my promo code ANDYVENTURES. That's capital A-N-D-Y-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. All one word. If you want to learn more, then you can read the podcast notes. Enjoy traveling at home with my pro guide. Explore via screen. Hi, it's me, Andrew. Do you like this show? We'd like to know what you think. If you've got time, come give us a review on iTunes or on Facebook. Your review would mean the world to me and Ninya because it lets us know what you think of the show and it helps other people decide if FartsPod is something that they should listen to. And hey, we might just read your review on the air. Again, we would really appreciate it if you took the time to give us a review on iTunes or on Facebook. I think we're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah. We're coming back in three, <laughs> two, <laughs> one. Shortest break ever. That break was shorter than the break we had with Wesley. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Okay, let's go. Like, yeah. Okay, now. we're going to the break. Okay, we're back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my abs hurt so much. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross, bruh. Ow. Gross. Okay, so um at the time of shooting, uh, at the time of, you know, recording this episode, I am currently filming a vlog where I do a where I do like a 10-day ab challenge and I'm like on day 4 and my abs hurt so much. And then, like, I had this urge to sneeze, and I'm like, "Please don't sneeze. I know it's it's gonna hurt." And then it comes out, and I was like, "God!" It felt like I was, I was being fucked by a crucifix. God. <laughs> okay. Didn't need to know that, but nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> Here Not we go. This podcast ever. Ninya and I were recording one night When our ears stung from an eerie sound bite For a third voice came in and gave their replies And suddenly, to our surprise We have a guest On farts there is a guest We have a guest It was the very best We have a guest We were very impressed We have a guest That we now have a guest <laughs> Yes, that's right. We have a guest, and it's not just a guest. We have guests with all the S's. <laughs> so I'm here joined today with an improv friend uh, and horror enthusiast, uh, CJ, and of course, Oobs as well. Hi. Hi, hello. Hi. Oh, my God. It's like, it, it's like the first time we've met. We've met. Char. Okay, so before we get started on your stories, I, I just wanted to know, um, uh, how did we meet? I know through the oh. improv, but like, more specifically, how did we meet talaga? This is a great story because it's very, it's very surprising to like me how this happened because um, we, have, we were having this Christmas, online Christmas improv party, right? And mm -hmm. after the whole program, we decided to open individual breakout rooms with different activities in them, like the karaoke room. We had the game room. And it was actually manning one, one, uh, the game room. And I suggested to the committee of the party was like, if we could open up a horror room. And they were like, you know what? That sounds fun. Sige. Like, as long as you can be the one to like get things going uh, in the room, sige, we can open one. So after the whole party, um finished we had those breakout rooms and i went to the room so i went to the horror room and i was just waiting um i had a feeling that it might be empty because not everyone's really into horror sometimes and what uh, to my surprise these two uh gentlemen came in i was like hello i um and who are you and then turns out it was andrew and another friend of ours Ade. they were um they were both like interested in horror and they joined the room and that's when the beautiful beautiful friendship started and we actually met <laughs> oops through cj uh so cj and oops were friends we became friends i wanted to ask this how did you get into horror and true crime and all that jazz for me well i was exposed at a young age but i guess i didn't really appreciate horror until i got 
a bit older because I, I pretty much would get freaked out as a kid. But for some reason, I was very attracted to the whole aspect of horror and you know true crime and like even thrillers in general like i know the x files is not a horror but even the theme song when i was young it kind of like conditioned me to enjoy nice spooky intros that's actually the 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 inspiration for the first season uh intro oh fun fact easter yeah. eggs but yeah like i think i i grew i started to appreciate horror more as i got into like before I got into high school, like I started enjoying watching horrors without having without having to close my eyes and stuff. And then for true crime, I got more into that because, like you know, I I'd like to think that true crime and horror is a bit different taste for some people because some people like fiction, some don't. Uh, I got more into um, true crime when I was um, like graduating from high school. Then I got more into like podcasts and documentaries and like reading up on articles and like mysterious crimes that are unsolved and stuff like that so um yeah i've always had a a huge passion for horror movies i guess just the silliness of horror movies is great for me i grew up with two books um first is Arlstein's um goosebumps if you're familiar with it yeah. oh please don't and, remind me of that but anyway continue oops continue oops goosebumps and and ghost stories and then like the whole anthology of it and i'm like okay cool and i think there was this show back in gma7 i don't remember is it the one with chakadal yeah 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 that one yeah! <laughs> oh sorry I love that show when I was a kid. We talked about this in the first uh, season as well. But uh, I loved, I love, 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 love that show so much. Honestly, like, even though it's supposed to be freaky, I think every time I just see Chakadol on the screen, I just can't stop but laugh. <laughs> I think it was more like campy horror than horror itself. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, okay, if this is meant to freak me out, not really, because, like, Every time she comes in, it really comes in a very comedic way. I mean, there are parts where it's really scary, but like, you know, it, it, most of the time it was enjoyable. I believe CJ has a story for all of us about a spoopy encounter. Can you please tell us your fart? Uh, okay, that's my fart. It's wet. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, my, my spoopy encounter was a real life attempted. Like it was almost a successful murder that happened right next to my house, and I witnessed like what? So I was in the early first year high school, like I was a baby, you know, and it was a very conflicting day because um, when I remember that because it was the day I got my ha- my first pet, which was a hamster, and it was a very chill but also very noisy night because every Saturday they play at night, and I was bringing my hamster to my room when. I heard out of nowhere like a very soft Tulong. Tulong. like a scream, like a very soft scream. And I was like, am I hearing things? Is it from the TV or something, right? And I was just like, that was my business. And then I heard it again. I just heard someone screaming for help in Tagalog, which is very like, okay, the Filipina calling for help. And so I went down to confirm with my parents if they heard it too. And we heard it as well. And we went out of the house. And we saw that the the neighbors, the Chinese neighbors, they stopped playing their mahjong, and they were also like confused why they were hearing this person screaming for help. And we went out of the house, and suddenly we saw out of nowhere in like this dark alley, 
a woman popped out and she was crying, like screaming, like, help me, help me, too long, please. And she was holding her neck, right? She's holding her neck to stop the bleeding. And she was bleeding heavy. <gasps> yeah, like she was bleeding, like, like. She was stabbed yeah. in the neck. When I first saw that, I wasn't sure how to feel because it looked, she looked very manic, very crazy. Like, I think the fear of, like, and the adrenaline to survive into her, and she looked very, like, very, very out of it. And another neighbor who was Filipino uh, as well, she was comforting her and saying, What happened? What happened? Like, she's trying to get her. Explain coherently what was happening because she was just babbling about like something we could understand. And then once you calmed her down a bit more and you know helped with her wound, my dad and a bunch of other guys went to like a house behind our house. Like he went, they went there, and then they tried to find the guy, but the guy left already. So all was left was the door open, and on the floor was a screwdriver, a bloody screwdriver, and a puddle of blood. Dang. But so. The- how how did how did this end? How did you guys like get the girl to the hospital and all that? So we were calling the police and like ambulance, and they arrived, and she was able to like be stabilized. Luckily, the wound wasn't so dangerously deep. She was able to like make it to the hospital. We were like worried that she would come back and go into her houses. So I actually stayed up quite late that night just to make sure that everything was okay the next day. So yeah, it was. Uh, uh, traumatizing like you know imagine like with the amount of blood i saw if i was outside i in next to the door i feel like you could smell because you know there's, there's like a smell that blood like a large amount of blood gives, like very iron like very like metallic so i'm like imagine if i was just out there smelling it that'll be like very very weird <laughs> that was basically my experience of seeing an attempted murder that didn't Congratulations. Uh, no, not not congratulations. Uh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you for sharing, CJ. I am s- sorry. Uh, congratulations for witnessing a mur- an attempted murder. Uh, good for you. Um, <laughs> and I believe um, Oobs has a story for all of us. And um, I know he's been teasing this. We've been teasing this story for a little while. A while. And I believe it has something to do with our topic for today. Am I right? I have two stories to share. Ooh, double cracking. <laughs> Ooh, I might just have to cut one story. You can pick one or two. Do you, do you want me to share both of them and then you just choose which one? Or Yeah, I think okay. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, can I, tell I like. <laughs> I like this. You should do that. Okay, oops. Whenever you're ready. Okay, hello, friends. My name is Oobs, and I am an alcoholic. No, just kidding. This is not even. I I was playing the the scary music. I thought you were actually gonna start, and then <laughs> you don't. You say you were an alcoholic. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Um. So. Um. In Cavite, if it if it's not in Cavite, we will do it in Tanay Rizal, or any other place where there are campsites. So in this um this year, uh, I was given a lot of tasks for the summer camp, and you know how church camps are. They're very spiritual, and there's so many things, and you're you you tend to be very in tune with your spiritual self. So mm-hmm. what happened was 
on that year, I had a lot of load because I was doing, I was the host of the camp, like MC. I was also one of the heads of the camp. At the same time, I'm also part in charge of logistics. At the same time, I'm also a facilitator. Anyway, I'll get to why that is kind of important. But anyway, so we were down to the last two weeks before the actual camp. And part of it is that we're required to really gather together and pray and intercede for that camp. When we mean intercede, it's like to really pray for the success. We all gather so that if we pray in a group, you know, the belief is that um, the, the stronger the prayer comes in numbers. So when that prayer happened, we were all praying and suddenly uh, I started to get really, really, for lack of a better term, I'd say uncomfortable. Like, obviously, when you're praying, how very Catholic of us is to close our eyes and really be very solemn about it. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was just really like, okay, yes, Lord. And then suddenly, I felt like someone was laughing. And I was really, really confused because like, okay, there's no one laughing here. We're all praying Hail Mary. And it was just so funny. And I was right beside uh, the camp head, the actual head. And she's a really good friend of mine. And I can really be open to her if ever I feel like um, I'm attacked or something. So I'm very quite sensitive to like the spirits and all those stuff. And this time around, it was really very, very... Um, different because as the, the the more that we pray the louder the laugh I've uh, that I can hear and at the same time it eventually comes more like it was copying what we were saying and mocking us and I just like I just uh, I just got really confused and scared at that moment and unfortunately I was how old at that time I was only like what 18 17 and you know that kind of just really got to me and I was right beside the head and I was like getting her you know, there's something laughing. And then um, I got really weak. The moment I said, I think someone's here, that person, that thing is laughing. And I just got really weak that in my head, it got just super fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And little did I know the next thing that happened, and this is the weird thing, because I, I know my body. And then suddenly I feel like I'm just like watching my body because I can't do, I can't control my own body. It's like something has just got over my body and like moved my body without even me moving it. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh-huh. it's strange. Like, like you, ha- you don't, you, you, you can see, parang you can feel your body moving. It's like astral but... projection in a way. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, like me when I, when I poop. It's like me when I poop. <laughs> astral projection. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So, so so then what happened next? Yeah, so my body just like felt like it wasn't my own body because I couldn't control it. And I felt like something was suppressing me. It's like imprisoning me within my own body. And at the same time, I could feel everything my body was feeling. It's just that my mind was somewhere else or it was locked up within. And then I saw my own self starting to like get so weak. And I just started hysterically laughing at everybody who was praying. It was so bad that, you know, like, I was hysterically laughing. They were trying to hold me down. And I, and then I could really feel the laugh that I was wasn't my own typical laugh. And I, it was really in a very mocking, 
disrespectful tone and people are trying to pin me down because I was starting to really get fidgety and getting more agitated. My body was really just like flailing all around and they had to really like stop me from doing what I was doing. I couldn't help it. I had no willpower because I knew that my own will was being subdued and something else was taking over. It was a good thing that people were able to act fast and after that, like they were able to calm me down because after me laughing so hard, they were pinning me down. I started crying and then everyone else in the room started to get affected by what was happening to me. And all I could say was that when that, when that was happening, I was telling the head something red was holding on to me. For a colorblind person like me, it's red. Like one of the colors I don't normally associate with. But yeah. Yeah, colorblind, like yeah. it's like difficult to associate like to, to like specifically pinpoint the color that's red right it's like but you know it just felt distinctively like i knew that was red whatever that was getting over me was red that suppressed me so i was really got so scared i got worried so i really tried to like protect myself for anything that happened but then on the day of the camp itself just mind you like this thing that happened to me it didn't happen just once over a span of two weeks, I kind of got the same kind of attack for like four times. But each time it happened, it got progressively worse. The first time was before the actual camp. The second time was once we got there, we had to like pray over the place to make sure the place was safe. And when I started sprinkling holy water and salt, throwing salt, I just can't help but keep falling to the ground because it was just really too much for me. The third time it happened, we were out in the open, we were doing a nice activity and then suddenly thunder and lightning. And when we all gathered together, that's when it got worse because someone started wailing. Now this time I was really saying more cohesive words. I was just scratching the ground. I was starting to punch at people and they had to really pin me down really and they had to close my eyes. And then they were saying at that moment, your mouth is foaming. Someone has totally taken over your body. It took I think, roughly two hours before I was subdued properly. The comic thing about it was like, okay, uh, I got so thirsty and they're like, okay, they gave me water and when I read the bottle, it literally said holy water. I'm like, thank you guys for making me drink holy water. <laughs> this is so weird. They were like, we gotta cleanse you outside and in. The thing that I thought about like when you said holy water, you know when we go to like Catholic churches, and then there's like yeah. this angel that holds a tub and like this little basin and then like that's where you get the holy water and then like you would do the sign of the cross or whatever right? yeah. I don't know if like you guys know that one but like for some reason I thought that's like they just like grab like a cup or like a bottle and then just like like put water in from there and just hand it to you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I saw my brain picture. My old church when I was a kid. They don't clean the holy water. And they made you drink that? <laughs> oh, not that. It's not that. the same thing that they made me drink, but you know, it's like, oh my god, I remember that when I was a kid. Like, I don't uh, like to touch the holy water. Because, like, sometimes, like, I don't want to touch the water there. Because, like, you don't know, like, what's going on. On the third night of the camp, we usually have this part where it's the most. It's a climactic point. So where people open themselves up to be vulnerable and really share their deepest burdens and we collectively pray together. It's because like I, I've just heard the stories of all my campers. They shared a lot. And you know, when you open up yourself to someone and you're now like part of praying for that and sharing that burden, it does something to you also spiritually. I was just leaning onto a pole. I was just listening one by one. Eventually, I felt my body locking up. I felt like some sense of something was holding onto my body from the toes going up. And I realized I couldn't move my legs anymore. I couldn't move my ankle. I can't even like try to like shake it. I thought in my own that if I'm just going to pray so hard right now, I'll be able to ward it off. But no, the, the presence that was trying to cling onto me was really 
creeping up. And then when it got to my chest, I couldn't move my waist. I couldn't move my arms now. It was really stuck into my position. Thankfully, the person immediately to my left was the overall head. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't feel my body. I can't move anymore. He felt what was happening to me spiritually. So he decided to lift me up and try to put me away so people won't see it. The moment he lifted me up, normally your feet will just dangle and like, you know, no, dude, I was literally so stiff, like a frigging mannequin. You're just moving a mannequin. That's how my body was. Like once he lifted me, he put me on the bench and I was still frozen in the same spot and he tried to pray over. And then dude, my stomach like started to really like got so painful in my oh, head. Like it was so me when I sneezed earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did 500 days of ab workout and that's how much painful it was. And at that moment, that's when I realized I'm not again in control of my body. Literally started laughing and then making cohesive mocks of like everyone there. No one was prepared for that and everyone else started getting attacked. Like one person fainted, another person was like gripping and like started to really get convulsively like foaming. And I was foaming, I was laughing. And then my, like, what I could see was already very different from what was actually happening. It took more than two hours just to get everyone done. Like, I was trying to process it. I guess it was just really, like, mental state. Like, with all the workload, like, I told you I had so much task for that camp. And plus, everything was given to me. And then I guess that demon, whatever that was, took advantage. And when I came back the next year, we found out that right where we were, there was a tree that had a portal. According to the people who were manning the place, this tree is known to be the portal. And that was the first thing I touched when I got to the camp. And we didn't even pray. Oh my God. So essentially, you you kind of like opened your grinder in that camp and (laughs) or, you you know, like like Tinder if you're straight. The only thing that was weird about it was just like how did that thing that i i had in contact with when i got there was able to attack me right before i even stepped foot into that camp yeah so that's the first story thank you so much now i i might have to stop you here because we are going way over time um I know I said uh, share both stories, but this only means that you will be coming back for another episode to share us the other story. <gasps> oh my god! Thank you so much, Oobs, for sharing your um, your time with 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 uh, demons. I'm gonna uh, before we end. Uh, do you guys wanna? give your final shout outs uh where where can people follow you or is there anyone that you want to say hi to you know like i would like to say hi to my mom hi i'm on radio uh, hi robin hi fod and go check out third world improv um feel free to check out some classes or some live performances there as well we were not paid to do this but if you really want to learn about improv don't forget to check out fb.com slash third world improv yeah. or check out the website thirdworldimprov.com and learn how to do improv because that's really amazing and see it bridges friendships like me andrew and cj we're able to meet even though we're like miles apart miles apart okay yeah sorry and even ninja you know that's from like learning a new thing I believe improv does help out since I play Dungeons and Dragons and I uh, I'm a dungeon master for like a, like some small groups. Well, like, ikaw lang, ikaw lang. Well, you talk like you're so, the only dungeon master in this conversation. Excuse just, you. Like you didn't 
like and I'm just saying you're you're not introducing yourself as one but yeah show off um, so yeah. I, I'm thinking about it so there you have it uh they've given their shout outs and now it's time to give me mine Ninya shut up I will don't interrupt <laughs> I know you shout out I've been oh, interrupting yeah, sure. like for how long alright um here's my oh. shout out Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. I guess. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales show. You can follow Ninya on all her socials at Nin C Fernandez. That's N-I-N-C-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. I'm at The Andrew Tops on everything. And the show's Facebook and Twitter is at FartsPod. If you've got a scary story that you'd like to share, then you can email FartsPod at gmail.com or message us on our socials. We also have a Discord server, of course, so if you want to come and hang out with us, we frequently talk about anything scary in there, and we also post memes and such. You know, and you know, just general life updates. So the link to that will be in the show notes of this episode or in the Facebook page of the podcast. So thank you so much, CJ, Oobs. Thank you so much for coming today. Till next week. Bye. Bye. The recording of the last episode was two hours and 32 minutes. This is 2 hours and 36 minutes. <laughs> nice. Approaching yeah, 37. Congrats. This is officially the longest episode we've ever recorded. And Let's I guess you're happy. I guess you're happy now, CJ. You got what you wanted. <laughs>